Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Life of Riley. Happy Tuesday. So today we're going to be talking about a subject that um, it's not like it's so personal or anything like that, but it's just something that I, you know, like thought about talking about and then didn't and whatever. You know the drill. We're going to be talking about why I decided to stop drinking alcohol in particular. I still drink water, stay hydrated. Um... But I made this decision a couple months ago, and it's been really good. So I'm going to talk about why I made it and what it's done for me, and more importantly, what it means for me going forward. So if you want to listen to that, go ahead and stay tuned and enjoy this episode of The Life of Riley. Okay, so as you know, there's still construction going on outside my apartment, LOL. It's been like four months. I can't even deal with it. Um... Okay, so if you hear banging, that's what's happening. So let's talk about, let's talk about drinking alcohol. So let me start out by saying I was never a huge drinker, or so I thought. I really believed, genuinely, I genuinely believed that I was a very moderate drinker, hardly ever consumed alcohol, was very good about monitoring it when I did. And I would say for the most part, like maybe that was like 85% true. And then the other 15%, maybe I was drinking too often. Maybe I was drinking too much. And literally just because I didn't have an insane hangover the next day, that signaled to me that I was fine. <laughs> like if I woke up and I didn't feel terrible, I was like, okay, I did a good job. I monitored my drinking. I was drinking in moderation. And that's not necessarily true. Um, As many of you probably know, just because you wake up without a hangover does not mean that you didn't drink probably an unhealthy amount the night before. And so I was using that as my scale and it led me to believe, and also quite frankly, in college and after college, my friends drink, you know, everyone drinks, it's a social thing. And so I was comparing myself to other people in college who were drinking an ungodly amount. And I was saying, well, I'm, I'm not drinking as much as them. And so it's not a problem. So basically, um, I, I won't go into like detail about this, honestly, but I had a little incident earlier this year where I drank way too much and I like really scared myself. I really was surprised at how much I drank and how terrible I felt the next day. And something that I think people don't think about with alcohol is like, it literally makes you dumber. Like when you're drinking, a lot of people are like, oh, it, 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 lowers your inhibitions, like you become more of your true self. I don't think that at all. I think you become you you become really myopic, right? And and you don't think about consequences. Everything else falls away. And you know, blacking out coming from college and now I'm I'm still um the risk management advisor for two college sorority chapters, blacking out is quite normal. And blacking out doesn't mean that you're just passed out, right? I mean, it just means that you're not forming those memories and that's really normal for people. And that's like not that's just not good. And when you drink, you're really at the mercy of your environment and the people around you. And that's a really scary position to be in. And I didn't realize how scary that was until I had this incident a few months ago where I overdrank, I overindulged. And I woke up the next day and I just had this realization that the potentiality for serious harm to myself or others when you're in a state where you don't know what you're doing is 
is really terrifying. It's bad. Alcohol is not harmless. It can be harmless when ha- when consumed in moderation or whatever, but it's not harmless. It's a really dangerous drug and it's addictive and it's it changes your brain chemistry. And I hate to sound like this, right? Because I'm not even saying, and we'll get into this later, but I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again in my life at all. Um, but I just have such a different perspective on this. So really when you're drinking, what I found (laughs) is that you're primed to do something incredibly stupid, if not illegal. And that sounds so dramatic. And, you know, most of the time when you drink, nothing bad is going to happen. And I understand that. But if something bad doesn't happen, it's because the environment that you're in has prevented something really bad from happening. Because if you're not in control of your own environment, you're really primed to do some pretty odd behaviors that don't fall in line with your normal morals or characters. And I was not aware at how dangerous alcohol was. I really wasn't. You know, of course I had, I had, I knew a preliminary, you know, I had a preliminary understanding of the dangers of alcohol. It can be addictive. It can hurt your liver. It can hurt your brain. You know, different sorts of things. Hangovers are bad. All of that. I knew those things, but I didn't really understand over drinking. My parents would tell me I didn't get it until it happened to me. And it just made me realize that the benefits I get from drinking alcohol have never outweighed a hangover. Um, gaining weight, whatever it is. I don't know. That's not a big deal, but You know, like I've never had so much fun with alcohol that I would do it again and again and again, regardless of the consequences. I've never experienced that. And quite frankly, I have a great time without alcohol. And I understand that not everyone is like that. And so I honestly don't even have anything to say on that topic. But for me personally, from personal experience, I have just as much fun. I'm just as lively. I'm just as excited to be at any event with or without alcohol. And so If I can have the same level of fun with or without alcohol, why would I choose to put something in my body that when taken out of moderation can do some serious harm to myself and others? I I just don't want to do that. So being aware of the dangers of alcohol, I think, has actually made me more comfortable drinking. May sound counterintuitive. Um, but it's, it's made me more comfortable because I understand how dangerous it can be. And so drinking in moderation is not only a goal that I strive for, it's an absolute like no brainer, makes sense in my mind. I don't need to have it explained to me. I don't need to learn a lesson again. It just makes sense. And, you know, in my experience, not drinking since then, it hasn't been that hard. I had, um, my best friend got married and at her wedding, I had club soda with lime and my normal drink is like, I love like a tequila soda and everyone kind of thought I was having a tequila soda and no one really asked anything and no one really cares, honestly. No one really cares. If you're being lively and participatory in whatever it is that you're doing, adults don't care whether or not you're drinking, to be honest. And I've just avoided alcohol in other social situations. I've been around people that were drinking. I just opt for water or I opt for you know, like I said, a club soda with lime or a soda or a coffee. Like I went to dinner with my boyfriend a couple weeks ago and like where maybe you might, it might be a a good time to have like a glass of wine with dinner. I opted for a decaf coffee. And so I think that um, having the glass of wine with dinner is obviously not the problem, right? Like that's not what scared the out of me. 
you know, it was it was overindulging in like hard alcohol that really actually it wasn't it was wine, but whatever um, doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. Uh, it's it's the overindulgence that's really the problem and that really scared me. So this doesn't mean that I'm never going to drink again. You know, I hope that or I don't hope if, if I feel like having a glass of wine or I feel like having a glass of champagne at an event, then I'll probably do that. But the the mindset for me has switched. I used to have the mindset that like a drink was normal and like part of my like weekly routine. Like maybe I'd have a glass of wine out on the weekend or I'd go out with friends and we'd go for like drinks and appetizers or whatever. I mean, it was just a constant part of of my life. And I wasn't overindulging 90% of the time. I wasn't overindulging. That wasn't the problem. But my mindset was just like casual drinking in small amounts is totally normal. And now my mindset is not drinking at every event is totally normal. And then if I feel like indulging in an alcoholic beverage, you know, in moderation, I can. But I have to be honest, it doesn't even appeal to me now. It doesn't even taste good anymore. I went, let's see, I stopped drinking in August, the beginning of August, September, August, September, October, November, December. So it's been almost five months now. At the end of the beginning of January will be five months. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't even like appeal to me. It doesn't taste good. I had a sip of some red wine and like it just doesn't it just doesn't taste good it's not enjoyable I don't like want to have it and I feel so much better and you know I ha- I hate being this person it's like I'm so busy but I am I'm, I'm really busy with other things and first of all I don't always have time to like work out and like eat healthy all the time and so by not having alcohol it really helps my weight it helps my mood it helps my energy levels and you know, also even like a glass of wine here and there, like it can make you sluggish or whatever. And I, I also think another aspect of this that I, I really like, um, it's something that my boyfriend and I have talked about actually. So he doesn't really drink either and he hasn't for a while, like ever since he graduated college, he hasn't been like a huge drinker. Um, and we don't drink together. So like when we go on a trip together or we have like a special date night, like it doesn't involve alcohol. And we've talked about the fact that and not, not that it can't involve alcohol. Like, it can if we want it to. I keep making that caveat. I don't have to explain myself in that regard. But it doesn't involve alcohol. And we feel like we know each other so much better. And our time together is so much more well spent because we have that quality time where, you know, not even one drink is is affecting the way that we're talking or the way that we're thinking or the way that we're understanding each other. We're active listening better. It's just been really beneficial for us, especially because we're long distance and we don't get a lot of time together. It's been really beneficial that the time that we do spend together is completely uninhibited. And, um, you know, I think that alcohol can be a fun thing and it can be a good thing, but I also think it can micro, what am I trying to say? Like it can affect your life on a micro level that you don't really understand or you're not really aware of, but it's still affecting you. And, you know, this is just a personal choice for me. Like, honestly, it's it's not everyone's cup of tea. Like it really isn't. Um, and to be honest, I really never thought it would be my cup of tea. Not that I was a huge drinker, but I really never saw myself as someone who would just like not drink. Um, 
but it's really worked for me. You know, it's been five months and I feel great. I don't miss it at all. And I will say, I think that a, a I would say a pretty big reason for that is that because we're in the pandemic, there haven't been a lot of social gatherings, right? So it's not like I've been at a ton of parties and everyone's drinking and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm staying at home or I'm going to dinner with one or two people or I'm at my parents' house. And so not drinking is very easy. Um, and so, you know, maybe it'll be more difficult, but I think that I'm just taking advantage of this time where it's not difficult to really get my body in that rhythm and like make that the habit. So uh, I don't know. I just, I feel really good about it. I really, really do. I feel so much better. Um, I just do, you know, and I think my life, I, I, I have to be fair. I think that my life is kind of set up in a way that really supports the not drinking. Number one, you know, I work a lot. So drinking is difficult anyways, because I'm not a person that can function well after drinking, even if it's just like a drink or two. So that really like cuts out a lot of my drinking time, right? And then secondly, I'm in a relationship. And I do feel like when you're actively dating, like you're going out and you're going on dates, it's really nice to have a drink on a first date. You know, it's a very easy, casual way to like talk to somebody is to go get drinks. So the fact that I'm in a relationship really helps. The fact that I'm in a relationship with someone that doesn't drink really helps. Um, The fact that my parents don't drink a lot really helps. You know, the fact that, like I said, we're in a pandemic, so there aren't these social gatherings really helps. The fact that I live alone really helps because my my decisions are not influenced by anyone else other than myself. And, you know, I'm not talking, I'm not socializing, it sounds sad, but I'm not socializing with people, you know, when I'm at home, I'm just by myself. So I don't know. It's, I totally concede to the fact that my life has been kind of like set up very nicely to not drink over the past few months. And so that's made it really easy. But I'm actually really grateful for that because as the world starts to open back up and as I'm at more social events, my body's already become accustomed to not drinking. So, I mean, it just, it, it'll just get easier, I think. And, um, Yeah, I just, you know, I just want to make it clear, like, this doesn't mean that I'm never going to drink again or whatever, but it's just really made me become aware of my, my perspective on alcohol. And I think that's kind of the biggest takeaway from this. You know, you don't have to hit rock bottom. You don't have to become addicted to alcohol to realize that you need to ratchet it back and that maybe you're over drinking. I think that so many of us think that if we're not addicted to alcohol, it's not a problem. And for me personally, Riley, it was a problem and I wasn't addicted. And so I think that uh, it, you know, just realizing, just realizing that and just understanding what it is that you're putting in your body and how it's affecting you and making choices that keep in mind um, maybe what you're surrounded by, like it was in my case, maybe what you're surrounded by is out of the norm. And so you're comparing yourself to something out of the norm, like college people, college kids that listen to this. I'm totally not going to like get on a soapbox here because I was in college too and I drank in college a fair bit. <laughs> And um, I'm not going to tell you not to drink. I'm just, I'm telling you that like the idea that two to three to four nights a week, you're consuming more than five alcoholic beverages in an evening. That's like not normal. And it feels normal and it is normal in college, right? But to go out Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night and drink 
over the course of an evening, more than five drinks. I mean, that's that's a lot of alcohol. It really, really is. And I didn't realize that when I was in it. And it wasn't until I stepped back and I stopped drinking that I realized like alcohol is meant to be consumed in moderation. Like that's the serving size or whatever, like a glass of wine. That's like buying a chocolate cake and like eating the whole thing in once. Well, no, I do that. But you know what I mean? Like having more than the allotted serving size, like Alcohol is not dangerous if you take it in it. Okay, chocolate cake. Back to chocolate cake. You're not going to gain weight having a slice of chocolate cake every night because it's the serving size. It's built into your caloric intake. You work other things around it. You will gain weight if you say, I'm going to have a piece of chocolate cake every night and that piece is the whole cake because your body, your, your caloric allotment for the day is being thrown off by that. And same with alcohol. You're not going to, you know, black out if you have the serving size of alcohol over the course of a three-hour dinner party or whatever. It's not going to happen. You're going to be fine. But, and even if you do black out, you're probably going to be fine. You're probably going to wake up and have a really bad hangover and maybe you're going to regret it or whatever. But it's just not worth it. You know, I've, I've been in situations where I've done and I've said things when I've been intoxicated and I'm not proud of it and you feel kind of icky about it the next day and you physically feel ill because you're hungover, but you also kind of emotionally feel ill because you, you regret the choices that you made or the things that you said. And for me, in my stage in my life right now, that's not worth it. And, um, You know, you could even argue that it was worth it when I was in college, right? Like it was still fun and I was having a good time. But where I'm at right now, it's just not something that's a part of my life at this time. And I feel really good about that. And it's a a personal choice for everybody. But, you know, I had that moment in early August where I overindulged and it really scared me. It really, really scared me. And, um... I've never felt more like out of control, you know, when I was looking back on it the next day and it it really worried my parents and I, oh, my alarm's going off, telling me to go get ready for work. (laughs) Sorry, that was my alarm. I have to go get ready for work. Uh, But it really scared a lot of people in my life and it scared a lot of people who cared about me and um, it's just not okay, you know, it's just not okay for me to do that. So everyone has their own thing. You know, take this with a grain of salt. This is totally just my experience. I'm not like a health expert. I'm not an alcohol expert. I'm not a nutrition expert. I have no idea about anything other than my personal experience. And this is what I've experienced. And it's been five months now. And um, I feel great. I feel really good. And for the foreseeable future, I see this continuing. And uh, I don't know. I just, that's, that's how I see things. That's how I see things playing out. And, um, I've been, you know, some Zoom birthday celebrations since then. And I've had just like a LaCroix or whatever. And people don't know, people don't ask. It's not like I'm trying to dupe people into thinking it's a White Claw and I'm having a LaCroix. Like, I just don't even mention it. And no one really asks, you know? And I think that the people that really care about you are just not going to care at minimum and at most they're actually going to support your decision because it's what's good for you and it's what's making you happy um but yeah that's just how I feel so that's what's been working for me I haven't had a drink in about five months now and um 
I feel really good. I feel very good. And I just think that it's working for me right now. So that's my experience. That's kind of why I stopped drinking. And uh, let me know what you guys think. You know, I hate to sound like a grandma or a mom, but that really is how I feel about it. And so I would love to hear your thoughts. So you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. I appreciate all of you for listening. This was kind of a weird one for me to record a little bit more um, personal, but I think it's important, especially going into the new year. So you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you guys soon. Love you so much. See you next time on The Life of Riley.